Hi, I'm Pastor Will McDowell. In this episode, I want to invite you into watching your focus. Because in this episode, we're going to teach on how important it is to make sure you focus on what he said. And can, can I be transparent? This service is right on the heels of me losing my church, losing a building, losing a large following, all because of some mess I did. I messed up bad. But the great thing about mess ups is uh, when you get on the other side of them and you, you find God, hey, he's the God of restoration. And so God forgave me, my wife forgave me, the church forgave me, and we were on the heels of something big, something great, even a greater revelation of his word. You're going to see that in just a few minutes. So come on in and let's look at watching your focus. And I promise you, whatever's going on in your life, as long as you focus on what he said about you, you're going to be fine. Are you glad you're in the house of the Lord? Come, come on, give you, you're glad you're in the house of the Lord. Give God a praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited about Jesus. Somebody walked in and hadn't been here before. And um, they're used to seeing the ministry in a Pacific place, in a you know, your normal, traditional you know, church. And, and, um, and, and they asked, what happened? You know, one of the kids said, what happened? You know, like, what happened? You know, like, they were like, what happened? You know, well, I'm used to seeing you in the church. What, what happened? And I looked at them just as, it, I looked at them excited and they said, we got a brand new start. <laughs> I said, we got a brand new start. It's exciting. Because they were like, oh my God, what happened? You know, like, <laughs> like it was bad. But I look at the neighbor and say, what looks bad is not always bad. Oh, you, oh, listen, that was worth coming for. That was worth coming for. If, look, we could sh shut down right there and go back to the house because just because it looks bad, don't make it bad. Hallelujah. Because we trust in a God that's well able. Somebody say well able. Well able to do more than what you see. Do you hear me, somebody? And when you begin to understand what we're moving in now, I mean, compared to before, oh, I'm telling you, the Bible says, he who the Son has set free. Somebody say free. Now, maybe nobody ever been locked up, but I'm telling you, if you ever been, let's say, uh, detained. Uh, that's, that's a little bit different. Uh, maybe you've been a little bit, uh, what, what's another word for it? Give me, give me some more synonyms. Oh, y'all just straight up incarcerated. And, I know, look, and nobody, if you know they don't want to admit to being locked up, ain't nobody admitting to being incarcerated. That, I mean, that's just full flesh. I'm sorry. So we got to kind of come lightly with them. Let's, let's say, now I got a counselor in here. She'll give me some synonyms to it. But what's some other words besides being detained or how confined? There you go. Just a little confined, restricted. Anybody ever been confined or restricted? Wanted to be free but couldn't be free? Wanted to uh, tied up, huh? Huh, what you say was another one? In holding. In holding. Oh, that's all. Yeah. You're pretty close to getting uh, incarcerated if you're in holding. If you've ever been in any, any of those categories or what comes to your mind, please understand, when you finally get free, yeah. when you finally Hallelujah. feel freedom, Hallelujah. oh, you, you're, not, you're not in any means... All right, feeling bad about the situation. Look, you may have had to ask somebody to set you free. You may have had to get down and rub yourself until you got free. You may have I mean, had to go through something until you, but once you get free, 
oh my God, I, look, I'm not even apologizing for being free. I'm so thankful for freedom. Somebody, somebody say freedom. freedom. So look, I'm so glad for freedom. I thank God that we're able to move by the freedom of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you hear me, somebody? So now I see what the psalmist said when he got on the other side of his, his, his trouble. He said, it was good that I was afflicted. Yeah. Now, look at your neighbor. Now, everybody not saying that all the time, but you got to get on the other side of it. Somebody said you should get on the other side of it. You got to get on the other side of it to be able to say it was good that I was afflicted. But what if you can jump in by faith? And say, you know, I'm not on the other side yet, but God, I know you're so good. Yeah. You take what's on this side yeah. until I get on the other side and help me by faith to say it's still good. Yeah. Somebody in the middle of that right now, somebody need to be able to say it's still good. Yeah. Don't feel good, but it's still good. Yeah. Don't look good, but it's still good. Yeah. They're still talking about how bad it is, but look at your neck and say it's still good. Yeah. If you can just hook up by faith and say it's still good. Yeah. Elevate your hands and tell them thank you right now. I'm so happy that it's still good. Don't look good, but it's still good. Don't feel good, but it's still good. Don't sound good, but it's still good. Are you hearing me, somebody? Because we serve a good God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you today. We bless you. We bless you for those that are here. We bless you for those of you called for a divine appointment to hear what you have to say concerning your word. Lord, we bless you today. Have your holy way as only you can. Breathe on your word as only you can. Let divine revelation open up as we speak. Let it open up in Jesus' name. Freshness. 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 Oh, let us smell the freshness of your word. Lord, I remember growing up, you used to walk by the bread company, and before, about two or three blocks before you got to the bread company, I could smell the bread. Lord, let, let the saints smell the freshness of the revelation of your word before they even hear it. And let them get happy. Let them get happy. Let them, hey, hey, let them get happy. Before you even speak about what they're in, they can get happy by faith. Because I can smell something baking in the oven. Something just for me. It's the freshness. Hey. Ah, somebody's starting to smell in the spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody's starting to smell in the spirit. There's something baking in the oven for you. Hallelujah. The Lord has a fresh word. The Lord has a fresh word. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord's got a fresh word for me. And I receive it before I even hear it. Lord, I receive your word. The scripture says he sent his word and it healed us. Do you hear me? There's something that was sent from heaven that were designed specifically, prescribed specifically for us, individually, to heal you. Not just of your affliction, but whatever you're dealing with. Look at, just receive it. Lord, I receive it. Somebody talked about that nasty medicine. Lord, ah, before it even tastes bad, I receive it. Hallelujah. I receive it. I remember mom and dad used to call us and get that nasty, thick castor oil. I used to hate complaining about whatever was bothering me because I, I, I didn't know it until it took a while. But whenever you start complaining about my nose running or something bothering me, my, my headache, something, but, uh, it, they always come, come on in here. You coming in the kitchen. Oh, my God. What's up? Uh, and, and they, had that, they had that big old teaspoon, that big old tablespoon, and they took out that brown bottle, and they were pouring, and you just start crying. <laughs> 
Now, last time I said my stomach was hurting, you poured the castor oil, but I just said my nose was running. Wait a minute. Stomach, nose, what? Here come a bottle of castor oil. It didn't matter. My throat was bothering me. Here come the bottle. It didn't matter what it was. They got the castor oil. And I heard Pastor Scale talk about you drinking some. What did he say? They would drink something else. It was some good grape juice. Mom and Daddy didn't get that revelation. They gave us grapefruit juice. Now, it's been my experience, grapefruit juice don't taste good by itself. Yeah, it's kind of, it's an acquired taste. But I kind of got it. The castor oil tastes so bad that it made the grapefruit juice taste good. Once we got you swallowing that thick, what is it? No, wait a minute. It was like TW20. You swallowing it, it's still slowly going down. You swallowed already, and it started just barely going down your throat. Your Adam Apple went down and came back up, and it's just barely, it's just barely going down. It's just going down. And so I, I, I took a quick, forgive my reference, I took a quick hit of that, that oh, I'm sorry, that quick shot. That's what I was looking for. I took a quick shot of that grapefruit juice, and the grapefruit juice passed the castor oil. <laughs> I tasted the grapefruit juice, but it was down in my belly, and the cancer all was still just barely going on. Like, my God, this is a long process. But, but in the end, it was better for me that I took the castor oil. Are you hearing me? And the castor oil made me appreciate what I thought was bad. Watch this. I thought the grapefruit juice was just terrible. We're not talking about that sweetened grapefruit juice. We're talking about the unsweetened. Oh, yeah. My mom and dad, they were, they, they were very thrifty. They, they didn't buy anything that cost more. If the sugar, if the sweetened cost more than the unsweetened, guess what they got? And I was like, oh, my God, this was horrible. But it made me better. Now, watch this. The same way that natural worked for me, the Bible says, first, what? then spiritual. First natural, then spiritual. If you can understand that natural principle, will go into your life and work, understand spiritually, when I send my word, it may not taste good. And it may take you a little time to digest it. Some of us, we may gag on it. Are you hearing me? But if you just let it, let it take its course, it's, once it gets past that, that, that bottom slope right there, it's going down. And it's going to do what it intends to do. And I'm here to tell you, the word that the Lord sent today is going to do what he meant for us to do. Elevate your hands and tell the Lord, thank you. Because I purpose in my heart the same way I stood in that kitchen with mom and daddy. All right, I'm going to take it. I know it's going to be rough, but I'm going to take it. And, it's be, and, and look, the same way you came in here, Lord God, regardless of how, regardless of how it seemed, regardless of how it sounds, Lord, what you send, I'm willing to receive it. As you let your spirit say that, oh, your spirit's open to what God says. And I'm telling you, something getting ready to happen. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? Can, look, so, so as I prepared for this word, I was like, okay, Lord, this is a new year. All right. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, everybody's looking for a new word. Everybody's looking for a fresh word. Sometimes we're looking for that cliche, you know, that rhymes with the end, whatever the end of the year is. When it was 2003, we know we're going to be free. 2004, we're going to get more. 2005, we ain't taking no job. And so, I mean, so it just puts you, it just puts you under the pressure that as you start getting to these next years, okay, now what is it going to be? And so, and I, I mean, all this week, I've not been seeking the Lord for this new revelation of this fresh cliche to give me for 2016. You know, I'm like, God, I mean, I'm sorry I've not been seeking you about this cliche that I need to have to, to, to reign in the ears of the saints so they can feel good about what you said. But, but God said, but I don't need a cliche. If they can just receive what I say, it'll ring in their ears because, because my truth will ring into their hearts of those that believe and it will cause them to believe. See, when truth comes to believers, it rings, it resonates. When pure truth comes to believers, it don't have to have a cliche. It don't have to rhyme. It don't have to have a beat. It, 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 truth resonates yes, in the heart of the believer. It's the same way a piano, uh, a piano tuner, when he gets ready to tune the piano, he hits a certain key, a, a, a fork, he hits it, and then he finds the key, the middle key, uh, middle C, and it, it resonates, and ding, 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 and, 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 and he starts the tuning the string to begin to resonate in identically to what that pitch is on that tuning fork. Does that make sense to you? The same way that happens, what happens when the truth of God comes forth, it begins to tune our hearts up to know how to believe. Believe past what you see. Believe past what they said. Believe past the x-rays. Are you hearing me? Believe past what I feel. Somebody say believe. Believe past what my bloodline has always done. You know, mom and daddy always had this. Uncle Bill, Uncle Billy and Aunt Sue always had this. And you know what? I've had this for years. See, you, when you begin to retune your heart because I'm a believer, and it's my responsibility to believe, not go by what I've been seeing. When you begin to tune your heart to that, you start ignoring what you see and what they say and what you heard. And you, before, before you know it, all of a sudden now, I'm believing and it don't even make sense to why I'm believing, but it's just truth and I've got to believe truth more than what I see. Does that make sense to you? So the Lord told me, he said, now you, all you got to do is just give my truth. They'll get over it not resonate, it, it not rhyming with 2016. Y'all get, get past that. If, if it's truth and it'll work in your life, would, would that be alright? So, so, so this is what happened in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, around about 2.30, I love to say that I got up and prayed. And that sounds real spiritual. Around 2.30, the Lord woke me up and I got up and prayed and sought the Lord. But that wasn't what happened. I, at at, at 2.30 in the morning, my grandbaby came in around by 2. She came in at 2 and she got in the bed with us and, and she does that sometimes. She didn't get in the bed and, and because it's just, it's just real comfortable for her that she get in the bed. And so she'll, she'll get on over there. She, she'll, she'll go past my, my wife and she'll go on over, come over there and she'll just slide on that side. And I, I, I can just about feel her coming in. I just pull a blanket up there. She'll just come over right that side and she just, just, just got to stay asleep. And so, so she did that around by two. And so, um, and then, uh, and then, and then I, I and, and uh, this is what happened. I noticed on my phone that, um, Someone had sent me a message or somebody had called me and because she woke me up and I said, well, somebody called me at two in the morning and it had a name on it. No, it didn't have a name on it. I said, well, who called me at two in the morning? So I texted him and said, sorry, I missed your call. Who is this? And then I went back to doing what I was doing. And so, which was sleeping, right? Watch this. 
<laughs> Some more stuff happened, but that's not pertinent. But watch this. In the morning, the person said their name or who they were. All right. I know a couple of folks with that first name. I still don't know who it was. All right. Remember, I got a new number. So, so watch this. Matter of fact, how did they call me then if they don't have my new number? That's a whole nother thing. So, so, so it's probably the wrong number. Now that I think about it, because I got a whole new number. I don't even know the person with that name. But watch this. But that's okay. This is a revelation. They told me who they were. And so I said, well, let me give them a, a good word for the day. Let me just give him a good word for the day. So I got ready to say, what well, I got ready to type, Happy New Year, and, and say something else. And time I typed in happy, the Lord said, stop. Amen. I said, what, Lord? Because remember, Africa told you about the word we had. And I said, happy. And the Lord said, now say day. And I said, happy day to you. Because that's where it starts. Happy day. Most of us want to go to Happy New Year. But you'll never have a happy new year until you make up in your mind to have a happy, huh? a happy day. But then the Lord said, but you know, you'll now, you'll now even have a happy day until you decide you're going to have a happy hour. Huh? Now, I'm not talking about that between three and six time, but I'm talking about your initial hour. And then he said, well, you'll not even have a happy hour until you decide when your eyes open up in the morning that you have a happy moment. And so initially it's going to start with a happy moment that will stretch into the happy hour that will be begin to increase into a happy day, that you can go into a happy week, that you can multiply by four into a happy month, that will multiply by 12 into a happy year. But it starts with a happy, happy day, which actually starts with a happy moment. And I said, well, Lord, what, 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 do you, what do you base that on? And so he sent, me to, to, uh, he sent me to Psalm 118, if you'll go there. And, and it, it talks about Psalm 118, verse 24. Listen to what it says. Because the psalmist declared this. He declared this. He says, this is the day. This is the day when you open up your eyes in the morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. When I wake up my eyes in the morning, I need to focus on whatever day it is. It may be a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. It doesn't matter. But this day is the day that the Lord has made. When I focus on that and start my day off, I can have a happy moment as I go into the beginning of my day. So my day starts off happy. When I understand the truth that this is what? The day. I've got to start off with the moment. This is the day. I've got to receive that word from the Lord at this moment. This is the beginning of the day that you made. The beginning of the day for me. But understand, this is not the beginning of the day. It started at 12 o'clock at whatever time 12 o'clock was in your time zone. But guess what? You may have been asleep when it started. But when you woke up, it was your moment to make the declaration that this is the day. Your day started already, and just the fact that he touched you with the finger of love, meaning it was already a happy day. I don't need Edwin Hawkins to sing a song and say, oh, happy day. That's a little old for some of y'all. But he came up with the song, oh, happy day. He don't have to sing that song for me because just the fact that I woke up means it's a happy day. But it's up to me to make the declaration out my own mouth. Lord, I thank you because this is a happy day. 
Because this is the day you have made. Do you hear me now? This is the day the Lord has made. I will. I will rejoice. No, 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 but Pastor, you don't understand. When I went to bed last night, it was some stuff going on. But see, but you don't understand. Just the fact you went to bed and woke back up, you've given enough time for God to work on it. Amen. How many know it don't take long for God to work on something? Amen. And the fact that you were able to go to sleep and wake back up, oh, you've given God more than enough time to work on your situation. And so I'm going to wake up saying, this is the day you have made, Lord. Yes. I shall rejoice yes. and be glad in it. Yes. Pastor, you don't understand. And the Lord showed me there are going to be some people that are going to want to argue about the day being happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's going to be some folks that want to argue about how happy the day is because I don't understand what kind of day they have. But can I submit something to them for a second? I'm sure you're not the ones that's going to argue, but can I submit something to you? Let's, let's just say we walked in the room earlier today and, and we start videotaping. I know this is a little antiquated because people don't even need these no more. They, they got digital cameras and, and all this, but I have a camcorder in my hand. And, and, and it's so easy when you open up this camcorder to begin to record what's going on in the room. Now, how many know that the reality of this camcorder is going to catch whatever's in front of it? Mm-hmm. Are you hearing me? Yeah. The reality of this camcorder is going to record whatever's in front of it, and that's what it records. But now, please understand, the reality of this camcorder is not the reality of the room. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to go past some of you until I come back. Understand now, I'm only dealing with about two inches of screen here. And I'm only dealing with wherever I'm pointing the camera at. So the reality of the camera is only limited to what it is focused on or pointed at. Glory to God. So it's possible to be in a room with so much going on depending on what I focus on, becomes the reality of my camera. Are you hearing me, somebody? Are y'all saying you hear me, but are you really listening to me? Well, let's, 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 let's see if we can make this work for you. Okay. <clears throat> okay, Lord. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I want you to just close your eyes for a second. Well, first of all, just look around. Just look around. Look around. And I want you to notice everything in the room. Look around. Everything in the room. I want you to notice everything in the room that's brown. Everything in the room that's brown. Just about everything, right? Everything in the room that's brown. <laughs> look around. Look around. Look around. Okay, good, 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 good. Now, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Everybody closing your eyes. Now, now it's not my fault you send this to somebody you don't trust. Close your eyes for the sake of the message. Close your eyes. And I want you to tell me where in the room is something blue. 
Wait, 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 stop, Pastor. Wait a minute. That ain't what you said. That ain't what you said, Pastor. That ain't what you said. That ain't what you said. You said, notice everything in the room that brown. You said that. And I, I took my time and I looked at everything because I knew I wanted to be the best at this. I wanted to be able to give you a list of everything that I saw brown. But, but tell me where something blue. Now, I know, I know, I know that if you ever was a drill sergeant in your life, you, that your eyes have been calibrated to tell the sex of a gnat at 50 meters. So I, I, I'm not surprised that you know what's blue in the room, Dr. Cliff. I'm not surprised because not only can you tell the sex of the gnat at 50 meters. Okay. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You able to tell if it's bisexual. Oh, well. But that's a whole nother topic we're not gonna okay. go at, okay? okay? So you go you you you, you close up your jacket, all right, cover up the S on your chest, right. and we're gonna go back to the regular folks. <laughs> You've been married to Mr. Superman, so I ain't gonna ask you either. Hallelujah. But now did, did you notice you can open up your eyes? Did you notice that it was so hard to describe what was blue in the room? Yes. Because you were so focused on. Back to the camera. So, 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 depending on what my camera is pointed at, I'm going to focus on a certain thing. And that's really all I see. And so it becomes the reality of my camera. But to be accurate, it's not the reality of the room. And, 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 and the word of God comes to tell you, regardless to the, the reality of the camera lens you've been focusing on, you need to understand this is the, uh, this is the day the Lord has made. And you need to, you, know, you may have been focusing on the wrong color. You may have been focusing on the wrong thing. You may have been listening to the wrong conversation. But there's something in the room, there's something in the atmosphere, there's something in the word that will make you rejoice. There's something out here, there's something in this earth that because this is the day the Lord has made, he's put something in this day to make you rejoice yes. and be glad in it. But, 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 but Pastor, I don't feel like being glad because you're focusing on the wrong color. You're focusing on the wrong thing. You're listening to the wrong conversation. You're looking at the x-rays. You're looking at your blood. You're looking at what the doctor said. You're looking at what the court is. You're looking at your wallet. You're looking at something that's a wrong reality. Don't you tell me this ain't better. Don't you tell me this ain't better than what we was. Oh, I, I, I found me a whole nother revelation of truth. And so just at the fact, just at the fact, just, it just frees me to know that I'm not limited to what's on this screen. Because my mind will try to make me remember, but you know you saw. You saw. You know how your mind says, you know you saw. You know where Uncle, G Uncle John died from. You know where Aunt Sue died from. You know this is in our bloodline. See, but that's just on your screen. Are you willing to understand there's something larger than what you focus on? That's in the room, that's in that life, that's in the atmosphere, that's in the spirit. And if because you are a faith creature, if you can hook up on what faith says is really real and stop looking at, oh my God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They warn folks that in the desert about looking at something 
that looks real, but because they've been in the desert so long, you come to find out it's not real. They call them a, a mirage. That means your mind is making up something that's not really there. It's a figment of your imagination. It's, it's, it looks real to you, but, but it's really not real. I'm here to tell you that if you're not careful, you'll focus on a mirage. And you, watch this. We're just talking about just straight lens, focusing on. We haven't even got to, there's a button on here that's called teller. What do you call it, teller? What? Uh, what is it? You pull it down and it tells zoom. That's it. That, yeah, and what it does, look, I'm looking at everybody, but when I pull it down, it just zoom. I don't see nothing but this beautiful sister right here. I'm just her. I'm just checking the house. Now, everybody else is here, but, but all I see is her. Telezoom, it just brings me right to her. Now, most sisters in this room, but then her, but, but shh. I'm looking at her now. And if you're not careful, if you don't know what your lens is on, if you don't know what you, see, you will zoom in on the wrong thing. Now, we in church, so I'm not able to use this example, but, but just say if it was a party and you zoomed in, it could be somebody over here arguing in the corner, and that's, that's what you notice all the time, man. And so what's going to be your recollection? What's going to be your reality of that party if you, all night you're looking at them over there arguing? When they, tell you, they, when they ask you, how was the party, man? That party, man, it was, a, it was just a bummer, man. I mean, it was arguing all, the time, all day, arguing, man, that's, because that's all you stayed on. You stayed focused on it. But what if the rest of the room, they was getting down? So easy to focus on, focus on the negative and not even realize, you know, there's a lot more positive things going on in the room. Yeah. I just put, I zoomed in on the wrong thing. Yeah. But what if I zoomed in where they were having a great time, they were enjoying themselves? Man, now when somebody asked me about the party, man, it was the greatest party I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. They were still arguing in the corner, but I wasn't focusing on that. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I wanted to tell you that because I want you, Lord, wants you to understand that depending on what you focus on is where your faith gonna be.